Hello and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. Today is actually part two of our body series together with Alex. She is a incredible woman that I had such a pleasure to meet. Um, yeah, one and a half years ago by now, I think. Yeah, um, I think I'll let you introduce yourself real brief. And then um, we're going to talk about, dive into female bodies and how we are so judged around the world and what we can do about it. And yeah, I'm excited for our conversation today. Thank you for taking your time. Thank you for having me, Simone. And uh, I think it's already been one and a half years, huh? It's such a pleasure to know you and, and to have uh, conversations with you. I'm really excited about this one here. And to say it short, um, what I do, I have a small business. It's called Special Moments, and it's mainly about sex. That's the main focus and everything that it entails. So we have sex toys. We, we do um, workshops, consultings. We basically try to teach people to have more pleasure in their lives that's what we try to do I love it so nice and it's such a it's such a taboo topic even today right and I think you navigating it in such a such an easy way in in just being very straightforward talking about topics that a lot of people around the world and especially here in Switzerland as well are not very comfortable talking about in public. So I think by sharing your knowledge with a broader community, you really help people to open up and be able to, to, come, to talk about sex that we maybe not really feel so comfortable about many times. Yeah, it's astonishing, isn't it, that it's still some sort of taboo mm. or many taboos attached still. But I find that knowledge helps usually. So that's why I love to share it, because mm -hmm. when people know more about the topics, they get more relaxed because mm -hmm. it's not, you know, the unknown or with sex, people are often feeling that they're on their own and that they should know everything already, which which really um, surprises me when I talk to people I think why should you know all this I mean I have been dealing with this topic for years and of course I know stuff but why should everybody else know the same it yes. doesn't make sense exactly mm -hmm. exactly exactly and what I think what we talked before we started the podcast today is about and and that really does really provide a good bridge to today's topic is how so often things about the female body are described by men and mm -hmm. this is this is also what i think is is very much the the point when it comes to the female body being assessed by men being medically examined by men being judged by men all all the mainstream sort of healthcare research and also all the, for example, police and firefighter equipment is all made for men. 
and not for women. So I think this is really something that we actually, one of my people from my female empowerment network shared that, yeah, the, the, the mm-hmm. orange outfit, you know, you wear when you are in the construction field that has absolutely nothing that is, is made for women. It's only made for men and how their experience is as women to be women in orange is, is so different. Uh, I haven't even thought about it either. It was very um, eye-opening to mm-hmm. hear about that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so. That's a very valid point that you're making. And I mean, I'm not a fashion expert <laughs> at all. But I remember this time when I was trying to find uh, clothes in a store and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, very slim, so I have curves and it's not very easy to find stuff that fits me and looks good, you know, Mm -hmm. looks nice. And some, some day, um, this sales assistant said to me that um, a lot of these clothes are, are designed by men and probably not for women at all it's for very slim people and it's very straight so I can sort of relate (laughs) to these women trying to wear work clothes that are not designed for them it just makes you uncomfortable but at the same time it's probably also fair if we say that it's not always only the men who criticize or who have this you know um gaze on the women that that is judging it's I have to say unfortunately very often women aren't very nice to each other either right I agree with you that's actually one of the one of the main driving forces why I started my this female empowerment movement in Sursan because I really wanted to bring women together that are not fighting against each other or conquering mm-hmm. each other or putting each other down in order to get ahead, but actually really genuinely support each other without like unconditionally, right? No negative feelings, no sort of competitiveness, no jealousy, yeah, no judgment, it's like really being together for the benefit of each other's supporting and becoming better or, or, or getting more contacts, more clients, uh, new connections in, in, in business or, or private life, what it may be, but like really not exactly what you say, this, this like nasty um, looking, scanning, judging. Yeah, okay, now. Okay, now. Yeah. And you know what, what you create with this is, is this, this, safe environment where you feel like you can excel at what you do and who who you are actually and the the it 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 sets free so much energy and it, it feels so good and that's what I love about your network it's a positive vibration in there and it it's just so relaxing when you can focus on doing good things together right. instead of, as you said, being comparative, you know, comparing yourself to others, 
it's something that just makes you unhappy and that it doesn't make it doesn't help with anything especially when it comes to your body i i love to pay compliments um you know very often women are so beautiful and they they radiate this joy and Mm. they just look wonderful and it's more I mean, most of the time, it's completely not related to body shape at all. Mm. It's just the the energy that you see mm-hmm. and the woman that's happy. And that's what, what, what I find is so beautiful about it. And you, I think we should say it more often, you know, that somebody I looks good. This could be one of the goals for 2020. I think we could, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to actually advocate for this and, and start some kind of movement because I'm doing it too and I feel so happy when people do it as well and I do notice a big difference in different places I am and in Zurich people women tend to do actually give compliments to each other at least I've experienced it multiple times wow I've I've done it and and the the counterpart looks at me as if I'm like sort of crazy or something um really? and then once, then. yeah okay. because you're not supposed to intrude the other person but once they oh. actually realize I had a good intention I wasn't gonna like rob them then then they <laughs> actually realize and how are like oh then they're happy right but in the U.S. of course people do tend to compliment and I love it even if we, we as Europeans think this is superficial. Who cares? It's still nice, right? You give a compliment to somebody else makes the other person feel good. Yeah, it's definitely cultural differences. Oh, That's very okay. true. Yeah. But I think it's really important that we do it. And even we especially do it in places where it's not, not in the cultural mainstream, because we do feel good about being addressed in a, in a positive way. It's, it's also the other side is um, to be happy when you get a compliment. I don't know whether you've seen this in Switzerland, but it's, it's happened to me quite a lot of times. It's uh, you compliment someone, you say, oh, my God, you look so beautiful today. And then they go, oh, yeah, I got the dress on sale. <laughs> <laughs> and you're thinking, um, all right it's not like I wanted to know that or anything no, it doesn't really matter you know what you know why they say that they want to tone down they exactly they don't want to actually they, they don't feel entitled to take it all in isn't yes. that fascinating it's uh, it's sad but it, it's it is right they don't want to, like it's so nice it can't be so nice I need to 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 sort of temper it down a little bit Genau, genau. Um, but it wouldn't it be nice if if we we as women were so proud of who we are and what we look like that we could just stand there and say thank you so much mm-hmm. you know just like that and nothing else because it's not necessary it's a compliment right. and you thank the person and that's it yeah and i think it's a it's um this whole feeling proud goes so much also into how you walk around, how your body posture is, how you present yourself, whether you, and we, we had this, this event, right, with Noel from Nomadism that has 
this fashion brand that makes you really feel so me personally i'm wearing her her clothes again today you won't see that on the podcast but you can check <laughs> out her her website i'll put it in the notes um you i feel very confident in her clothes very very sort of strong and secure in myself and then i notice how the body posture is just shape changing right mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. T- it's less this sort of banana Mm, no 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 not showing myself trying to hide but more being exactly here I am sorry Uh, uh, oh no sorry at all but um no here I am that's it period no sorry of course see I'm sorry about oh it's on sale thing too yeah yeah genau genau and I mean now if we if you take the clothes off so to say you have we have similar issues but without the clothes. So you're more vulnerable, let's say when you have sex, or even I mean, for some women, it's even hard to be naked and to look at themselves in a mirror, for instance, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and look at yourself and say, wow, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. This is so nice. I like the way I look. And I had so many discussions with women about you know, accepting your body when having sex with someone else, because many women are so extremely self-conscious about what they look like in the, during having sex, you know, during oh. the act of having sex. And the funny thing was, for instance, they worry about certain positions, let's say when the woman is on top, they worry about their bellies or their breasts, what they do my breasts, you know, are my breasts sagging? Is my belly uh, too big, uh, flabby, you know, all these things. So at some point, (laughs) I started to ask the men, because I had, you know, women and men coming to the shop. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, of course, not everybody, but when I felt like it's an open person, mm-hmm. I said, so can you tell me, you know, when you have sex with a woman, um, do you look at this stuff? That's exactly like, why I love to talk to you, because <laughs> you have like, no, no filter, just go, right? I try to have some filters. No, 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 but like this, the, 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 those cultural no no not talk about it filters i mean like this mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah no you you just ask sorry i interrupted you so and then no i mean hey like this you have the most interesting conversations oh, of course. especially if you feel that the person is being honest mm-hmm. and they didn't have anything to lose because there oh. was nobody else there of course i didn't talk to them while the woman in question oh, was in the shop or something yeah yeah. yeah yeah and the funniest thing is most of the men it, it it didn't even cross their minds to look at something like this and, and they're like are you kidding do you think i'm 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 looking at the tummy and think about whether it's flabby when i have two breasts bouncing up and down <laughs> in front of my face and i'm thinking why do we worry so much you know and she, in, instead of just enjoying the moment and and getting into the moment and feeling what's going on and just having you know the the joy of being together to to live this moment and 
you really can kill it by by being self-conscious and thinking i have to i mean have you tried to suck in your belly while having sex oh no that sounds it's excruciating it's you can't relax and you're all focused on you know sucking in your belly and and it, it it i mean your breath doesn't flow you're you're all stressed out it looks good sounds like a terrible experience and it's i mean i can understand it and i say you know if you're really uncomfortable many men said they're really sad that a lot of women don't want to have the lights on mm-hmm. during sex they want to have sex in the dark because they feel so self-conscious about what they look like and it's for them it's it's a big loss because they really enjoy the whole view and everything you know yeah. also of course the gleam in the, the can you say gleam in your eyes you know when your eyes are your happy eyes. yes yes thank you when when you're happy and you're enjoying yourself mm-hmm. a lot of men look at the face mm-hmm. not at your um flabby belly or something they they want to see am i Am I giving her joy? Is she enjoying this? Is she mm-hmm. is she happy? And they see that in your face. And if it's all dark, it's it's more of a guessing game, mm-hmm. you know. And it's you lose you lose a bit of the pleasure because of the experience that is dimmed down. Yeah. On, yeah. on the other hand, you know, if somebody really really feels better with candlelight that helps of course because it makes you the curves a bit smoother too, yeah, yeah. And i mean we don't need nicer. to have like the brightest spotlights on either nah. <laughs> no no somewhere in between is maybe maybe no, no. better of course not i mean a- anything that helps you feel comfortable is 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 good yeah of course but i just think we are probably thinking too much about these things mm. and it's not that necessary. And also, you know, on the other hand, I was thinking, look, let's pretend these men would have said, oh, yeah, it's awful, you know, to look at the flabby belly and stuff. Then I would probably say, you know what? <laughs> I go fuck someone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's not, you know, yeah. it's not that we have to adjust to their needs and Mm -hmm. whims Um, if you don't feel comfortable and if you don't get the appreciation that you should get then it may not be the right person Mm -hmm. for you or it may that's a very good point and I think women for tend to, to to sort of go too far or too long often with like, oh yeah, no, I don't deserve anyone better or something mm-hmm. wrong with me, rather than like, yeah, no, this is not, this doesn't work for me. I, uh, it's, it's not the partner for life. I will find somebody else, and that's totally okay. Yeah, and you know what you want to see when you look into the other person's eyes. You want to see. Some people want to see love, I guess adoration but that you definitely want to see pleasure and acceptance Mm -hmm. you want to be accepted the way Mm -hmm. you are and i think sex is one of the topics where you 
it, there is probably no other situation that is so much in your face who you are, mm-hmm. where you lose so much of the experience when you hide who you are. The sex is very functional when you do that. Mm-hmm. But when you show yourself in the sense of showing not only your body, but showing your soul, showing your heart, showing your innermost, even showing your mistakes or yeah, your faults, like your everything. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you show that, the sex gets so much richer mm. and it's so much more fulfilling. And that's such a different quality for for all the people involved that it's just no comparison to you know perfect sex with perfect bodies and it's it it, you can't really it it's it's mind-blowing I I had this I had just this song in my head I'm a Barbie girl in the (laughs) world it's fantastic it's plastic right so yeah you know plastic it's so not real so no we we shouldn't strive for 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 those ideals and i think what you said about about feeling comfortable being also naked mm-hmm. um, do you have any sort of for the listeners any tips that you you sort of how how to get more comfortable with with the naked body because for example i remember um going to the women's bathhouses here in Zurich with my American mm-hmm. students, female, of course. And oh, wow. they were so surprised. And they were actually quite relieved that their women were so comfortable in all ages walking around topless in these bathhouses. And actually, in even um, Swedish people are not as as open as as Swiss are with walking around like was like this comment about oh but over there in the body inge the men can see over to the women's part and I'm like yeah so do you think they're (laughs) going to be standing there staring the whole afternoon looking over and even if they do like so what I mean I'm just gonna be there topless no matter what and I think mm-hmm. it, that is actually kind of a a place where I feel there's so much female power so much that's actually very very inspiring to be in those in those bathhouses I think yeah and it's a nice environment to be to feel safe to um, not be alone it can be quite hard on you when you're alone so I mean, the, the, the key probably is to first maybe get used to yourself. You know, if you're really uncomfortable with your body, it can mm-hmm. be quite a while till it gets better. Mm-hmm. But to simply have the routine to look at yourself once a day with, a, let's say, a relaxed and neutral eye, mm-hmm. you know, it's just ahimsa, what, what, um, what Bettina, who did the yoga for some of our events, mm-hmm. this, this like unconditional love for yourself to be like not conditioning, not judgmental. So to be really just accepting. And also, if you really have trouble, you start maybe with the things that you like about yourself. Mm-hmm. It can be your nose, 
your earlobes, whatever part it is, you don't have to go to the big ones <laughs> right mm -hmm. away, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you're uncomfortable, entirely uncomfortable, you start with the small stuff. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe you wear just a bra first, you know, you don't have to take it off right away. It takes time to get mm -hmm. used to it if you're not used to it at all. Mm -hmm. And over time, you start to appreciate or I mean, the first step would be you get to know what you actually look like. And for us women, we have another part that is kind of more difficult than it is for men. Because we can't see our vulva very well. Let's say you're standing in front of the mirror and you look at yourself. You can't really see between your legs. Mm -hmm. With men, it's completely different. Mm -hmm. They touch and are in contact every day several times mm -hmm. with their penises. So for them, there is like a very strong link between the brains or, or even if you want to say the eyes and their hands and the feeling mm -hmm. and the body part. Mm -hmm. That's something we don't have for many women. The vulva is a place where you have more functional uh, stuff happening, washing, cleaning, you know, things like that. So to take the extra effort to actually look at your vulva is one thing that's for many women, it's hard to do mm -hmm. and you need you need a mirror, mm. you need a mirror and you need to actually take the time and do it. And I'm not sure if you know this film, oh, I'm just trying to re remember the name, where they do this in a group of women. It's about when they um, fight for the women's vote mm -hmm. and they have like these gatherings of women, they look at their vulvas and this one woman, she's like, wow, I have a tiger down there. It's yeah, <laughs> a really cool scene. I can really recommend it. I laughed so hard. And her husband got so scared when she told him about <laughs> it, about the tiger. And I had to laugh so bad. It, oh, it was really good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an integral part of your body. And it's yeah. a very important part for your body. But we never... We're hardly ever in contact. Yeah, so that I mean, will be the full anatomy has only been discovered in '92 or something. Nineteen in '92, not eighteen. Nineteen ninety-two, I think it was, if I remember correctly. At least it was in the '90s. The full, full anatomy. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not even talking about the full anatomy. You know, you can just if you only start with your lips, with the, with the lips. Some women are. And the problem is with those, we call them Brötchen. The, the, the Brötchen oh. of the women in porn films. Mm. The vulvas, they all look the same, like uh, little rolls. <laughs> yeah, they're all streamlined. And then you look at your own vulva and all of a sudden you see, oh my God, my inner lips are bigger than the outer lips. That's not something you see very often on a porn film. Mm -hmm. And then you start to wonder, is this okay? Is this uh, normal? You know, because how many times do you have the possibility to actually look at another mm -hmm. woman's mm -hmm. vulva? Is very rare, rarely the, the place. Even if you go to a bathhouse, you don't see it, right? That's true. That's so, so you're on your own basically thinking, oh my God, it looks completely different. Is something wrong with me? Is this ugly? Mm -hmm. Things like that. Yeah. And of course, there are 
by now, thank goodness, you know, artists, women artists usually who display vulvas on big photographs mm -hmm. or publish books um, about them. And you can look at other other women's vulvas and see how different they are and how they, they they're called, you know, the second face mm. or the, the gateway to life and all these beautiful names. And it gives you a different impression. So if you're too afraid to look at your own there is now the possibility that you can go to you know to see pictures online or see a book or something to just simply have an idea of the variety and the, the many many ways the vulvas can look like and the same of course for breasts and you have so many more resources nowadays to be able to look at other women and to see yeah your own beauty you mm. know in, in all this variety your own beauty your own place in this universe of beautiful women with beautiful bodies right and, it's, and i it's, think, I think there it's, is it's great freedom of, of of different different shapes and and body styles that just we should just be more more accepting for the differences rather than trying to put everyone into that mainstream as you mentioned, the porn uh, vulvas or the, the Barbie body or the sort of norm of, of beauty in every culture. There's like this ideal body and mm -hmm. be more like, okay, we just accept everyone being beautiful for the way they are. And, and instead of trying to squeeze in everyone into this small narrow spectrum of, of accepting of, of, of beauty ideal in the end yeah. yeah and imagine how much more relaxed you are when you do that mm. also how much stress you get when you're trying to fit yourself into this exactly. little cage of norms uh, and i would i would even say it's probably impossible mm. you know to yeah. actually fit because the ideal and you know let's talk about maybe Instagram and those social media uh, things that you can look at. Absolutely. Do you actually think these people take pictures like on the fly and they post them? Mm -hmm. No, it's probably days or hours. Yeah, to go it into should one be actually picture. mentioned how many yeah, of, of, of like of editing each picture took. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you look at these perfect pictures and you're thinking, why don't I look like this? Because nobody does. Exactly. People yeah, don't look no, like that. Now we have our, our next next topic up and going in into our next podcast. We'll definitely talk about that. I think that's a very important aspect that we need to we need to highlight as well. This mm -hmm. whole social media visual sort of bias that we have nowadays and how everyone is is so obsessed with this out, outward look that it becomes very much a sort of fake 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 reality not a virtual yeah, okay, no. fake reality so mm -hmm. yeah and, yeah. and imagine living in this reality, the stress it creates yeah. and trying to fit in the 
energy you use to just try to fit in and imagine if you could use the energy for more pleasure for yourself absolutely and being yeah. free you know being free and just enjoying all the beautiful things in life uh, instead of worrying about i don't know hips and uh, cellulitis and things like that that's but let's, such let's, a... let's save that for our next next conversation <laughs> We should dive more into it and give it a full full uh, sequence of our our conversations on this topic. I think it would be very very important. Very good. Yes. Thank you so much for your time today. It was as as always a wonderful pleasure, and I. Do have to say, after talking to you, I always feel much better and more powerful and stronger and happier in who I am. So you you definitely convey that to me, and I hope we, as as the two of us, can convey that also to the listeners out there. So thank you so much for taking your time. That would be the most wonderful gift, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be so nice. I hope I hope that's what we can do with this podcast. Thank you so much for Thank having me. Thank you so much and have a wonderful evening. You too. Take Thank care. you. Thank you for Take listening. care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>